I'm Luke, this is Steve, this is the Mac Report. We'll start off with standings. Uh, we'll go from the east, then we'll talk about the west. Uh, we'll go bottom to top. In the east, obviously, Bowling Green at the bottom. I'm going 1 and 11, 0 and 8 in the MAC. Uh, who do you got at the bottom? The bottom, you know, it's really it's going to be a two horse race. Mm -hmm. Akron and Bowling Green. I mean, oh. it's not it's not the horse two horse race programs. you want to be in. Horse shit programs. Not the race you want to be in, but nope. I think nope. it's going to come down to when they play. Yeah, I think yeah. winner's going to take that fifth spot. Uh, loser's going to get last place. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But all I know is Akron is bad. Bowling Green is bad. Yep. When they play each other, it's going to be really bad. Do they play each other? Let me see. They do. They do play, they do each, play other. each other. And that's going to be a shit show. It is worth saying, Bowling Green uh, in the MAC had a fairly good recruiting class. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, that's evidence of at least solid coaching. Mm -hmm. And if two horrible yeah, teams yeah, are going to yeah. play each other, the solidly coached team will most likely win. No, yeah, I, I like that. I like that. And I don't know. I think Akron is going to be sneaky good. But that's not going to – sneaky yeah. good for Akron, you know? They're going to be sneaky good for Akron. Like, they'll beat Bryant, and they'll beat BG, yeah. and that's it. But, like, yeah, I have Akron in fifth place in that, too. Like, mm -hmm. definitely those teams are at the bottom. Um, we'll talk more about them. I'll put the timestamps in. We're going to talk about each team. I'll put the timestamps in. If you want to skip around so we can uh, hit on each team. Mm -hmm. Um so in that fourth place spot, I have Buffalo. Um, get into a little more why I have them there. Um, and then I have Miami and then Ohio. Both going seven and five, six and two in the MAC, that second place spot. And then I have Ken at the top. I mean, again, if you want to hear the breakdowns of each team, we're going to go through that as well. This is just a quick rundown of the standings. Uh, how, how do you have the rest of the conference roundup? I have the East. The East is definitely the easier one to talk about. Easier one I to rank by 100, far. 100% agree with you. By far. 100%. The East, to me, breaks down three simple parts. You have your bottom feeders in Akron and Bowling Green. Yeah. You have two very mediocre football teams in Miami and Buffalo, although they are mm -hmm. solid programs, mm -hmm. Buffalo especially. Mm -hmm. And then I, I don't think there's much doubt that Kent State and Ohio U are really the top dogs on this side. I agree with that. I agree with that. Yep. Yep. Uh, and let's just get into the West. Um, at the bottom, I have Northern Illinois. Uh, honestly, a solid program historically uh, in the MAC. But I mean, they went winless last year, shortened season, whatever. I mean, I don't really read too much of that. But mm -hmm. um, I'm going like two and ten, one and seven in the MAC. Um, Eastern Michigan above them in fifth, four and eight, two and six in the MAC. Uh, followed by Central Michigan. Four and eight, three and five in the MAC. Toledo, another solid program, and they have like everyone coming back. But I don't know. I just feel like Western Michigan in that second place spot, and then Ball State winning that conference. I feel like those teams, Ball State and Western Michigan, are better than Toledo. And I mean, it kind of like you can really break up the MAC. I feel like into like tiers, mm -hmm. like you know Kent at the top, Ball State up there with them. Mm -hmm. And then there's that kind of like mid-range where it's like Ohio, Miami, Buffalo, Toledo, mm -hmm. Central Michigan, um, Western Michigan, and then just the bottom where it's just bad, real bad, bad. like Akron, Bowling Green. 
I don't think Eastern Michigan's good. I don't think Northern Illinois Northern, is good. Northern won't be very good. I, and, and, like, those teams. It's hard to, like, bet against them because they're, like, good. I mean, they have been good, mm-hmm. but they're not. I don't know. They don't have any players that really stand out. It's worth saying Akron and Bowling Green are so bad. Northern Illinois will easily finish last in the West, and they would beat either one of those schools by two two scores at least. Ag- agree, a hundred percent agree with you, and that's why it's harder to talk about the West. You know, I, in my opinion, because I'm it's so much higher on Toledo. They were mm-hmm. very okay. good squad last yeah, year. Yeah, they yeah. return almost everybody. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can make a personal guarantee right now: Ball State will not win this conference. Dang. Okay, I, I hear you. I hear you. But they, even if they're first in the West, I don't think they beat Kent State or Ohio U. God, Ball State really? will not repeat. God. Oh my they will not God. be repeated. That's wild to me. That is wild to me. Uh, Western Michigan is also definitely a team to watch out for. Yeah, I, Caleb uh-huh. Ellaby is oh, he's good. Stud. He's a stud. Good. He's not a household name like Dustin Crum yet. I think mm-hmm. he definitely could be this year. He's gonna he's gonna be yeah, he's gonna be the guy that like that people know about out of the Mac that's not mm-hmm. Dustin Crum. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I mean everyone's gonna know about Crum if they don't already. Yeah. Um and I think there's a lot of good quarterbacks in the MAC this mm-hmm. year. Like a lot of them who stand out. And I don't know if the quarterback isn't a stud. And there's teams like Ohio and Buffalo who really run the ball. I mean, those mm-hmm. running backs for those teams like Marks and Tuggle, like those guys are studs too. So if you're watching a MAC game and they throw the ball, their quarterback's probably a stud. Yep. And if they run the ball, their running back's probably a stud. So it's a fun game to watch. Yeah. So um, let's talk about. You have anything else you want to talk about in the conferences, respectively? Not, not in terms of ranking. Not in terms of ranking. I think, I think we'll get in a little deeper as yeah. it goes on here. Got you, got you. Well, what was your? What was? I didn't even ask you. Do you have the West rankings like in order? Oh yeah. I don't I even have, think I asked you. I, th- I largely think it's largely a. Uh, it's kind of a very jumbled group waiting mm-hmm. for someone to really jump out and take charge. Yeah. Once the season starts. I think that team will be Toledo. Mm-hmm. They're well mm-hmm. coached. They were a good team last year. They return almost everybody. That's a team um, that I think I could be sleeping on. I have them going six and six, and mm-hmm. you know doing okay in the MAC. I mean, Jason Candle's a great coach, and like it's a good program. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. There's no guys that really stick out to me. Like yep. Ball State has all those targets with those wide receivers. Like Hall and Hines. And, and they return 10 of their guys. Like Yo Hines, Tyler, whatever his name is. He's a stud. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah, they're going to have a great offense. And I, don't, I think their Ball State's defense is really good, mm-hmm. too. But Toledo doesn't have the guys. They have a good core guys, but they don't have, like, a couple studs that really stick out. It's like, oh, they, they're, like, mm-hmm. the best player in the MAC. You know, they mm-hmm. just have a good group. So You're right. You're right. Uh, that's why I was kind of low on them, but mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they if they could win this win this division. But I just don't see them beating mm-hmm. Ball State. I don't see them yeah. beating Ball State. But all right, go ahead. Sorry, I'm I just completely that'll that'll definitely you. be interesting. I do think Ball State is right with Toledo, and then I am really interested to watch Western Michigan. There's a team in each side: Miami, Ohio. And Western Michigan, Miami, Ohio only played three games last year. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. have a good squad. And Western mm-hmm. Michigan, I think that team could be a lot better than people think. They could potentially ha- have a puncher's chance on either side. Yeah, I agree. Let's let's talk about Central Michigan for a minute. What do you have them? I have them behind that that top two teams. Gotcha. That, uh, Toledo and Kind of like middle of the road. Right there, though. Gotcha. Right there. Gotcha. I think they're interesting because their run game was kind of crazy last year just from watching – 
like highlights and stuff. They ran like a lot of wildcat, and they had a lot of dudes running the ball. Um, they so have they're going to be interesting. Oh, really? Really? What's yep. his name? Jacob Sermon. Okay. Oh, uh, oh, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I read about him. I read about him. Yeah. Um, they're, they're interesting. Um, they're a big question mark. I think. You know what I mean? They could be. They could be pretty good. Mm-hmm. And or they could kind of flop. So they could ruin a couple teams' years. No, no, I agree. At the with end that. of the season, they're they're kind of sneaky. When I yep. was going through the schedules and looking at, you know, Central Michigan was a team that I'm like, man, they could upset some teams. Um, I was just trying to, you know, pick favorites on my mm-hmm. way down going through the schedules. Mm-hmm. But, man, uh, yeah, Central Michigan is an interesting team in my yeah. opinion. The West but, has no bad programs. No, I agree with that. And there are yep. two bad yep. football programs in the East. That's mm-hmm. what really separates it. No, I agree. And the East kind of gets some freebies almost against like yeah, Akron and BG. So. Definitely. And then they play cross-division a couple times, you know, and if you get a BG... Or an Akron instead of like a Kent. really helps schedule. Yeah, that mm-hmm. that really will pad the uh, records there. Um, so we'll get into uh, each team here um, again. I'll put timestamps on. So if you want to just skip around to your favorite team or whatever team you want to watch this year, just go ahead and do that. Feel free to skip around. All right, before we get into teams, individual teams, we'll talk about the MAC championship. I got Kent. I got Ball State. I got Kent winning that. Mm-hmm. think they're going to pull it off this year, which would be awesome. I'd love to see Dustin Crumb win a MAC championship game. What about you? I also have Kent. I have it a little differently. Mm-hmm. I have Kent State slightly edging out Ohio U mm-hmm. in the East. Yep. And then Kent State will beat Toledo in the MAC championship game. What it comes down to, yeah. offense and an NFL quarterback in this league will yeah. trump a good defense every time. I am very excited to see Dustin Crum win a MAC championship and then hopefully ball out in a bowl game. Yeah, that would be awesome. I would absolutely love to see that. I think Kent deserves that. Um, Sean Lewis deserves that. That would be really awesome. That would be really awesome. It is worth noting, last year Kent State gave up 38 points a game. Oh, their defense is garbage. And they gave up 70 and over 500 yards to Buffalo. Oh, yeah. Yep. If they can be just bad and not... Deplorable, dude. That game was. Miserable. They'll win a lot of games if that they game can hold miserable. teams to under thirty, which isn't asking much. Mm-hmm. They'll dude, be a really good team. That offense is just unreal. Mm-hmm. That offense is unreal. Mm-hmm. All right, individual teams start with alphabetical order in the East. Starting with Akron, we talked about them a little bit. Hot garbage. Um, you know, uh, I'll talk about. I got them winning two games. I got them beating Bryant. Got them beating BG. Um, Couple key players uh, really hurts. Tion Dollard is kind of in some legal trouble right now, and he was kind of their guy on the ground last mm-hmm. year. Um, six hundred sixty-six yards, six touchdowns, and five of the six games they played. Yeah, and he's in some trouble, which really sucks. If for them. they don't have Dollard, that hurts. No mm-hmm. one needs good running backs like bad football teams. Yeah. You got to be able to hold on to that rock. That's a keep great the point. other offense off the field. That's a great point. It's almost a safer call than passing the ball. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You can always mm-hmm. just put it on the ground. And if you control the ball, you'll have a better chance of winning. And I, I we've trashed Akron a lot. Uh-huh. Yeah. And Bowling Green. I truly wish both programs were very good. 100%. I live 30 minutes from Akron University. Dude, I would Same love. state as both. Mm-hmm. I'd love for the Akron-Kent rivalry to be competitive in football. Yeah, 100%. I would love for Akron to be really good. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean, they got some players yeah. that are good. 
like Bubba R. Slanian or whatever his name is, the linebacker. I don't know how to pronounce that dude's last name, but oh my God, he had so many tackles last year and he's like undersized. So I like, mm-hmm. I think he's, he's a guy to look out for, you know? Yeah. And it's like, he's got a chip on his shoulder, I'm sure, being a yeah. smaller guy, but like, and that's the kind of dudes I like, you know, kind of like grind it out, you know? And absolutely. I, I think he's going to be pretty good. Um, and then whoever is going to run the ball for them, if it's not Dollard, Needs to step up. I heard a lot about John Zell Norrells. Um, Anthony Williams, a transfer from Michigan State. I don't know much about him, but mm-hmm. transferred from Michigan State. So, I mean, hopefully one of those dudes can step up. Even if even yeah. if Dollar does get to play for some reason, mm-hmm. the, even those guys taking some pressure off of him could help. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Cato Nelson's coming back. He had shoulder surgery last year. I feel like he's been with them. For so long, like I remember, like turning on a game like a couple years ago and mm-hmm. seeing him, and then when I was looking into him this year, I saw he's back, and I'm like, oh my god, like this dude's still here. But that's a good thing, you know, mm-hmm. being around the program that long. So that's a great thing about the Mac mm-hmm. is players are around for four, even five years. Yeah, yeah, you see that pretty often. Definitely see that pretty often. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin Hall. Oh yeah, he's been around forever. I mean, he's coming into his fifth year. He's been an elite receiver in his conference every all four years prior. The uh, Toledo um, center has been here for like six, seven years or something like mm-hmm. that. I I was watching the media day. He was on doing an interview. And I'm like, holy crap! I think he said he's been here for like six years. He's had some injuries and <laughs> a red shirt and a COVID year. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean that just happens, I guess. But yeah, mm-hmm. you're right about that. The MAC players stick around, so. But also, Akron's losing Jeremiah Knight. He transferred to UL Monroe. He was kind of their playmaker, like returning punts and kicks mm-hmm. and a uh, good receiver for them. So, mm-hmm. But I don't think the passing game really matters for Akron. They're going to run the ball, and they're going to win running the ball. They'll beat someone by chewing clock, holding on to the ball, mm-hmm. playing some good defense. They'll, they'll yep. find a couple wins. No, I agree with you. Vegas has the over-under at 2.5. I would bet the under. Yeah, me too. I have two wins, and that's optimistic. Yeah. Because uh, that BG win is no guarantee. Right. And and that Bryant win is no guarantee yeah. either. I mean, it's Akron. You never know. And like I like we said, we'd love to see this team be really good. I would love to see Tom, Tom Arth turn around this program and then mm-hmm. be like, I would, like you said, Kent and Akron to have like a great rivalry mm-hmm. would be awesome, dude. Yep. That would be awesome. Just having everyone into that. So, <laughs> yeah, Akron, kind of low on Akron this year. So, next we'll go to Bowling Green. Another team, not very good. I'm one and eleven, beating Murray State as their only win. Yeah, um, lost a handful of linemen to the transfer portal this year. Lost Bryson Denley. Um, I really don't even know who's going to be their key players this year. Yeah. So uh, Matt McDonald, the quarterback's coming back, but he has no targets, mm-hmm. um, no line. Um, I don't even really think he's that good to begin with, to be honest. So I, I mean, if he changes my mind, all you know, yeah. good for you. But it's hard when you have no line, no targets. So yeah, players flooding for the transfer portal mm-hmm. is never, never a good sign. A good sign, mm-hmm. especially when they're starters. Yeah, never a good sign. Yeah, you're definitely right about that. Terion Stewart coming back. He had 295 yards rushing, four touchdowns in four games. He'll be all right, but Vegas has him one and a half games. I would take the under. I really don't see them 
winning two games. I don't think I would bet that either way. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, because I can't trust that Akron game at all. No, I can't yeah, trust them fair. to win it or lose it. That's fair. That's definitely fair. That's definitely fair. Honestly, there's only a couple teams in the MAC who I would be comfortable saying at the start of the year, like, oh, yeah, this team will be under that or over mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you never know what's going to happen. You literally never know what's going to happen. Especially the way these games are. I mean, yeah. uh, they'll be playing Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday nights at 9 o'clock. Anything mm-hmm. could happen. Yeah. No, you're right. You're definitely right about that. And their schedules are so weird, too. Like, they'll mm-hmm. they'll play, like, Ohio State one week and then go play, like, an FCS school. So it's like... That's the worst thing about I understand that's how they make their money is yeah. to go play these big teams. But it costs even the very good programs in this conference from from making bowl games. No, you're right because their you schedule records three are all losses. Screwed up. Yeah. No, you're right. You schedule and three it losses sucks because year. some of those really good teams in the MAC yeah. don't look as good. Yep. And that's like um, like Kent will play Texas A&M this year, and Texas A&M is gonna roll over them in yeah. my opinion because they're gonna run the ball. Oh, Kent yeah. can't defend a run. I mean, Kent will put up, they'll light the scoreboard up against AM's defense. I think still. Yeah. But like. They're not going to look as good as they should. You know what I mean? Because I think Kent's one of the yeah. better programs. I will say Kent has a real chance to beat Maryland. Oh, I agree. That, real that would be a big upset from them. Like, we'll talk about them more. We'll talk yeah, about them yeah, we'll more. Get we'll that. get into that. Um, let's talk about Buffalo a little bit. They lose They lose Lance Leopold, their head coach, which I think might hurt him a little bit. Uh, a lot of dudes transferred with Leopold, which will hurt. Yeah. Some dudes transferred, transferred out too. But it's still got Kevin Marks, and he's a stud. Uh, they lost uh, Jarrett Patterson, mm-hmm. their running back from last year. I think Marks will fill in just fine. Marks, yeah, Marks will be just fine. Yeah, he had 750 yards and 112 attempts, seven touchdowns 6. last 6. year. 6.6 a carry. Yeah, that's unreal. That's unreal. Uh, yeah, I think he's going to be pretty well. And Jarrett Patterson's brother, James, linebacker for Buffalo, he's a stud on the, mm-hmm. on the other side of the mm-hmm. ball, so... It's it's a really good program. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they lost a lot. Some people are, are propping up a little bit too much because of, of past success. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they'll definitely be better than some people think, too. Mm-hmm. They no, still have yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. talent left. I, I, I've had, from what I've read and from what I've heard, I've had some pretty like mixed reviews on Buffalo. Some people have them, like, like you said, really like overachieving. Some people have them underachieving. Mm-hmm. I'm at 4-8. and eight. Um I mean, they're they're uh, their schedule is kind of tough, honestly. Oh yeah. Uh, we played Nebraska, Coastal Carolina, um, non-conference games. That those are tough. Those are tough games. They could have beat Nebraska last year, probably. Oh yeah, probably I agree not with this that. year, but I agree last with year that. they could have beat Nebraska. I agree with that a hundred percent, a hundred percent. But yeah, Vegas has them at eight and a half. I'm. I would take the under on that. Yeah, one. That, that's a that's a pretty nice under actually. That's one of the better bets mm-hmm. in terms of wins that are mm-hmm. out there. Well, I have to double check. I don't know if that was after. Everyone that has left. to be after Leopold left. But yeah, I, before I place my bet, I'm checking that again. But if it's at eight and a half, I haven't won in four games. I'm I'm taking that under. That team's not winning nine games. No, there's no chance with the with the schedule they have. Mm-hmm. There's no chance, man. Yeah. There's no chance. They're not winning nine games. All right, Kent State. This is, a, this is a team that we're both pretty high on. Um, yeah, I've been going nine and three. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Sean Lewis. He just got he just extended he's extended his mm-hmm. contract with Kent, which is surprising. I mean, Sean Lewis could probably go somewhere big after Kent wins a MAC this year. Yeah. So 
He's sta- he's staying. Which, yeah, that means Kent's probably going to be pretty good. For he's going to stay past his quarterback too. That, mm-hmm. that shows mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. No, you're right about that. You're definitely right about that. Uh, obviously, key player Dustin Crum, thousand hundred eighty one yards, twelve touchdowns, two interception, two interceptions in four games. I mean, and he also can run the ball. He ran it for 240 yards, four rushing touchdowns. Mm-hmm. I mean, this dude is a stud. Like, he's the best player in the MAC. He's an NFL down. player. Will he ever start in the NFL? I don't know, but he will. He will find himself on a 53-man roster. Yeah, he'll get his chance to play years. on Sundays. He'll yep. get his chance to play on Sundays. Like you said, like even if he like fills in a backup role, you know, quarterbacks, you know, they get hurt. You know, he'll mm-hmm. get his chance at some point. So, uh, yeah, I have him. Losing to AM, losing to Iowa, and losing to Maryland, and that's it. But like you said, they could beat Maryland. They could beat Iowa. They could, could. beat Iowa. I, I don't know if I'd pick them, but yeah. they'll have a puncher's chance. No, I agree with you. And Vegas has them at five wins. I am slammed. That's the, the that's the best bet of the college football season. I agree with you, man. Like five wins for I, this team. I am Definitely taking over. They'll get five that. in Mac play. Exactly. Easily. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Like they're just too damn good, man. They're too good, and they're just their offense is crazy. Their defense isn't very good, mm-hmm. but their offense is so good it doesn't matter. Yep. You know, especially in conference play. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And I don't think anyone in the Mac's got a great defense. To be honest with you. To be honest, like. Nobody's got a defense that's like super like lockdown solid. Yeah, in my opinion, that'll be very interesting to see when they play OU. Mm-hmm. OU held teams to seventeen a game last year. Nah, that's they're pretty they're solid. very solid. That's pretty solid. That is solid. Let's Toledo find... was good last year. They returned everybody. Yeah, and that that's a big deal too when you return everyone. You know what I mean? It's, you got the same group coming for mm-hmm. a second year, and it's hard because the Mac only played a couple games last year. Mm-hmm. So it's like yep. a very skewed look at what it's going to be this year yeah. but i don't know we'll see miami of ohio um i think they have one of the better defenses in the mac i'm mm-hmm. having um, them seven and five um i think they're a solid program mm-hmm. uh with kind of an unfortunate uh schedule i mean they play cincy who is gonna destroy them yeah minnesota is a, who's a big 10 school you know they're gonna beat them um, I mean, they're gonna lose the ball state, gonna lose the camp, but and army might be a good game for them. Yeah, I mean, army is just a weird team. You never really know. So, mm-hmm. uh, but they got Brett Gabbert, Blaine's brother. He's gonna be pretty good this year. Uh, as a freshman, he won the MAC. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, that's the thing I even forgot about. Hmm. Um, I bet a lot of other people did too. This team won the MAC yep. in, in 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they got a decent amount of dudes still around. The most underrated skill position player in the conference is Jack Sorensen. Dude, oh uh, yes, a hundred percent. Had 750 yards in 2019. Mm-hmm. He could be a big time breakout player to watch for. Dude, yes, he was. He was my guy. I had him circled. I'm like, this is the guy that's gonna fly under the radar. Mm-hmm. All year, yep. Like, and then it's gonna come around. He's just gonna light it up because I mean, you got those guys like Hall and Tyler who like obviously scoring a bunch of touchdowns, yep. and and then there's Sorensen who's just been there doing it. So, yep. 
Yeah, he's fine on this the radar. Is, we'll go up and down the east, up and down the west. This will be the hardest team we talk about. They played three games last year. Mm-hmm. They could win nine. They could win four. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a toss-up with them, but I, I'm high on them. I think they're yeah. pretty good. So, I mean, they got Ryan McWood, 34 tackles last year, an interception, a sack, and like you said, three games. Ivan Pace, 26 tackles in those three games. Mm-hmm. Sterling Weatherford, 18 tackles in those three games. Cam Butler, 16 yep. tackles. I in circle, those. I circled him when I looked at defensive players. Yeah, two and a half sacks in just three games. Yeah, that's pretty solid. Mm-hmm. And like I said, this is my favorite defense in the MAC. Where in the MAC this year, I don't think defense is really gonna. I don't yeah. think anyone really cares about defenses. Whose offense is gonna throw up the yep. most points? Uh, yep. And I think they have the offense to do that. To be honest, oh, too. Oh yeah. So the fact that their defense is pretty solid helps them out for sure. Uh, I'm interested in watching Gabbert, honestly. I've never watched Brett Gabbert play. Mm-hmm. Admittedly, yeah. Um, his brother was a gunslinger. Yeah, yeah. He started from Mizzou. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that'll be interesting. That'll be very interesting. Um, and let's talk about Ohio. This team. You're, you seem pretty high on Ohio. I'm really high on Ohio. Admittedly, it's a little biased. Um, you big Ohio guy. Yeah. Didn't know that. I, yeah. I, I think Ohio's going to be really good this year. I think they're going to be really good this year. Um, Demontre Tuggle is a stud, man. Like, I think everyone's talking about Marks. And Seven Tuggle and a half a carry. Of, yeah, he's real good. Just unbelievable. He's real that good. That kind of running attack with a defense that held teams to 17 a game, they will beat. All of these mediocre and bad teams in the conference. The real mm-hmm. question is when they go up against a Toledo, a Ball State, a Kent State. Yeah. Then what will they do to kind of elevate? Yeah, and I mean their coach stepped down this year for health reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, Frank Solich. So that might be a question mark. But honestly, they got some studs. Like they got they got Tuggle. Um, Curtis Roark has been their guy. Uh, but they got Armani Rogers, a four-star recruit. Mm-hmm. Former UNLV quarterback. I don't yeah. know. I'm guessing Rourke's got the job because it's it's been his job. But mm-hmm. I'm interested in seeing what you know Rogers can do too. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. But um, I got Isaiah Cox still. He had a good year last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and with Shane Hooks going to Jackson State, I mean Cox has a chance to do even better this year. He's the top target. Um, Ryan Lurman. Uh, their tight end, two touchdowns versus BG, um, seven receptions for 50 yards in three games, and his brother mm-hmm. Adam's also a tight end on the team. They're both from Athens. Mm-hmm. Kind of a cool story. So, I mean, I'm looking out for them, yeah. too. Uh, yeah. Just, you know, running back tight end, you know, kind of their grinded out team. Mm-hmm. And I think they got a good shot to do pretty well this year. Mm-hmm. I have them second in the East. So Yeah. So I have OU... At seven and five, Vegas has them six and a half. That's too close for me to actually put a bet in, but uh-huh. I mean, you can go either way. Whatever your gut tells you, if you want to, if you feel like you got to bet it, bet it. But that's too close for me. Too close for me. Oh, you at six and a half, I'd bet. Over. Yep. Oh, the over. Um, I think they have eight wins in them. I. They could. They definitely could. And that's yeah. what I mean. It could swing. It could swing over under so easily in my mm-hmm. opinion mm-hmm. um and yeah they play uh louisiana on 
on a weekday game uh, early in the year, and that sucks because Louisiana's going to kick their butt. Yeah. But Ohio is good, and they're not going to look good, and uh-huh. that sucks. They have a shot to beat Syracuse. I agree. I agree. And when they play Northwestern, mm-hmm. if they set the under, over-under for that game at 10 points, bet the under. Yeah. Yeah, that will be a defensive grudge match. Those are two programs that are very similar in that way. I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, yeah, they'll be a fun team. They're a fun team this mm-hmm. year. They're definitely a fun team. All right, let's get into the West. Start with Ball State. It is my favorite team in the West. Drew Plitt coming back. Um, he's got the targets, man. He's got the targets. Justin Hall, mm-hmm. Johannes Tyler. They're going to be good. They're yep. going to be good. Uh, losing to Penn State, losing to Wyoming. Army game is going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've met 9-3. and three. Um, They're good. And they won the MAC last year. Yeah. But last year was weird. Last year was weird. Um, Vegas has them at 8. I take the over on them at 8. I take the over. I don't see them losing to... Any Mac schools, mm-hmm. um, the Penn State and the Wyoming are going to be tough games. Yeah, the Army is going to be a tough game. Most I don't definitely. think they're going to beat Army, but uh, they definitely could beat Army. So, and honestly, they could beat Wyoming if they play a really good game. So, I mean, mm-hmm. that's a two-win swing. Um, and even if they lose to a Mac game and they beat one of those better teams, that's still above eight wins. So. Yeah, yeah. I don't love eight. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't bet. I wouldn't run to bet the under, and right, I wouldn't right. bet the under. Right. Um. I. I'd probably stay away from this line personally. I'm mm-hmm. not as high, you know. But this is their chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. I'm sure I'm not the only person involved in the Max saying that this right. is their chance in a regular season. Yeah. Last year was a year like no other. This is their chance. I mean, they're running it back. They have ten starters on offense back. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is their shot to go win the MAC, win the West again. Yeah. Their offense is really good. Yeah. Their offense is really. They got a couple good yeah. linebackers too. Brandon Martin. In particular, led the MAC in tackles last year with ninety. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they're they're good. Jalen Thomas, seventy-eight tackles, one sack last year. Uh, Ball State is going to be the team to beat. Honestly, in the West, they're mm-hmm. going to be the team to beat. A Kent State Ball State MAC championship game. I am praying would just be unbelievable. I am praying. It would be better than a Toledo Kent State. I almost, I hope my mm. prediction on the West is wrong. Yeah, yeah. And you came in here like Ball State is never gonna win the West. They won't beat them, but it would be, it would be a hell of a game to watch. I agree. And you know, I like that you're high on Toledo because I'm not. And maybe I should be. Like, admittedly, like that's a team I have no idea. I could be so wrong about Toledo. Mm-hmm. I have no confidence in how I feel about Toledo. Mm-hmm. But. I know I have confidence how I feel about Ball State. They are good, man. They are yeah. just really good. Um, they're going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Ball State's on watching. Yeah. Central Michigan. Like I talked about them earlier in the show. I said they're, they're like a question mark. They're a weird team. Um, they're interesting. I'm at 4-8. and eight. Vegas has the over and under at 6.5. Um, I'm going under, but it's a Mac. You never know. You never know. I wouldn't trust Central with my money to get more mm-hmm. than, uh, you know, six wins. But Fair. Uh, I'm not going to say they, they couldn't. Mm-hmm. No, I get that. I, I definitely get that. Um, I think they got one of the easier schedules. Uh, 
non-conference. Mm-hmm. I mean, they don't play anyone that sticks out that's really... LSU, other than that, no one who's really going to, like, kick them in, you know? I will say they have to go to Miami, mm-hmm. to Ohio, mm-hmm. to Western, and to, to Ball State. State. Yeah. That is brutal. That is brutal. You're right. That is pretty brutal. Uh, you're right. Um, and Florida Atlant- Florida International... That's not a that's not a bad program. That's not a bad program. Uh, now I'm looking at their schedule. It's not as easy as I maybe <laughs> made it out to be. You point out those their away conference games, schedule those are is just tough. brutal. They do those get tough. Kent and Toledo at home, so you could put mm-hmm. them on upset watch, especially you know the end of the year against Kent. I, I don't, don't think know, they, I think both of those teams are good enough to where Central Michigan is gonna. Yeah. Them. But they, I mean, I'm gonna talk about some of their players because they got some stud players. Mm-hmm. I think Kobe Lewis is really good. 468 yards last year, six touchdowns. Um, Khalil Pimpleton, wide receiver for them, 26 receptions, 277 yards, two touchdowns, but also rushed for 134 yards and 16 mm-hmm. attempts with three rushing touchdowns. So, and like I said, they weren't weird. They ran like Wildcat and stuff all year. Yeah. Uh, Lou Nichols, a running back for them, also a stud. Freshman of the year last year. 508 yards, four touchdowns, and one rece- one receiving touchdown. Um, Willie Reed, defensive back for them. Three interceptions, which led the MAC and mm-hmm. 35 tackles. Yeah. I think he's I think he's a pretty solid defensive back. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and. Mac likes to throw the ball, so yeah. to have you good have plenty defensive of chances. backs plenty, yeah. Yeah, is going to be really, really nice for them. Do uh, you have anything else on Central Michigan? The way that they play with a lot of wildcat, a lot of running the football, mm-hmm. when they play a team like Kent State, like Ball State, when you have an NFL quarterback or all those receivers like Ball State, the best way to beat them is to keep them sitting. Yeah. And Central Michigan could be in a position to do that. I'm not saying they will or would, but uh, they will definitely have the ability to pull off an upset late in the year. Yeah, that's a great point. You make a great point with that, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're a weird team. I have no idea about Central Michigan. Like, I have them at four, but they could be at six. They could be at seven. They could be at eight, you know? Like, a lot like, like Navy swim. runs that triple option, and yeah, how often yeah. do they come close Just to beating good teams? Random team, like, yep. randomly. Like, yep. you, I mean, obviously Navy's not. I remember I went to a Navy-Ohio State game when I was little, and Damn, they almost lost to Navy, and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. my God. That was, like, my first Ohio State game. So yeah, I was like, yeah. And Navy, like, almost beat them. I was like, this is crazy. But, yeah, I mean, you're right about Navy. like, And they're just like that because they're different. They're mm-hmm. different. Yeah. All right, Eastern Michigan. Uh, I'm at 4-8. and eight. Preston Hutchison is good. Um, I don't know about them, man. I don't think they're that good. Hutchison is an underrated player. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're definitely not very good, but it's like they're returning 21. Yeah. So, 21 starters, that is. I mean, you have continuity at least. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That that puts them in the ability to beat some teams, maybe better than them talent-wise. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Um, if they're at six and a half on the line, yeah, they that's are, an under. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I agree with Don't that. Don't bet that yeah. over there. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I would definitely take the under there. They're, they're one that I'm pretty confident on the under yeah. about. Uh, they got some dudes on defense who are pretty solid, at least. Uh, mm-hmm. Terry Myrick, 67 tackles last year. Tariq Space, Spates, 52 tackles. Uh, they got a defensive lineman... Um, 
something Rush, I think his last name is. He was he was good last year. Uh, they're they're all right, but mm-hmm. they're not good enough to really like. I mean, yeah. if they were in the East, they would be one of, you know, they'd be better than Akron, Bowling Green, but... And that, that goes for all of these West teams. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. These you're right. are not bad programs or absolute slouches right. like over there. Right, you're right. Uh, but yeah, you have anything else on Eastern Michigan? I, I don't. I don't. Yeah, Eastern I, Michigan's kind of a real... I don't want to say they're not me. a... They're boring to me. Yes, they're not a dark horse. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're just kind of boring. You know, they weren't very good last year, and they brought back essentially the same players. Right. So I think Central Michigan's boring, but at least they do weird stuff. You know, they yeah. run the Wildcat. They're weird. So mm-hmm. that makes them not boring to me. But Eastern Michigan's kind of boring. To me. Central Michigan, it's right. criminal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't remember to bring this up. Uh-huh. Troy Harrison is the best defensive player in this conference. Yeah, yeah, he's he had stud. five and a half sacks and 41 tackles in the COVID year last year. He's a dominant player. I could not go without mentioning him. Let's talk about... Northern Illinois, um, I'm going two and ten, which is probably pretty low. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But I don't know. I'm just not very high on them. Tyrese Ritchie's good. Harrison Whaley's good. You they got Rocky a, Lombardi, yeah. uh, the Michigan State transfer. But I don't know, bro. I just you don't have a whole lot of reason to be high on them, right? I mean, they're they're not very good. I think they'll kind of easily finish last. In the West, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Uh, see, I think they're definitely finishing last, but I don't know how easy it'll be. It's hard, man. They're they've had a good program, so mm-hmm. the only other team that I would say is kind of close to their level talent wise in terms of being not very talented is Eastern, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and at least Eastern brings everybody back. Yeah, I think a unit that's played together like that, they'll beat Northern Illinois. And I think they're kind of destined for the seller over there in the West. No, yeah, I kind of agree with that. Um, Vegas has them at three and a half. I would take the under there. Uh, but that's three and a half is pretty low, mm-hmm. you know. But I really don't see them winning four. Yeah, so. that's, do not bet that over. But I, I wouldn't feel super confident betting the under either. You, you never really know. It, it's a team that has a lot of history. I mean, I remember they went to a BCS Bowl. There's a Mac team. That was mm-hmm. a big deal. I mean, this so is... That was Jordan Lynch? Yes, Jordan Lynch. I can't yeah, think of who the coach was, but Jordan yeah, he Lynch was, was... He was a stud. Hell of a player. Yeah, he was definitely a stud. Um, uh, do you have anything else on them? I think Lombardi's going to be interesting. Uh, I mean, anytime there's a Power 5 transfer, it's always interesting to see, but mm-hmm. whether it's basketball, football... I'm sure any other sport, too many players come in from Power 5 schools and assume that they will be, you know, all-league stars here in the MAC, and they strongly underestimate the level of competition and the level of athletes that are in this conference. No, yeah, I I agree with that. And the MAC is underappreciated. They always, you know, have have some sleeper studs, you know. Like, look at all the NFL dudes Mm that came out of the MAC who have been studs in the NFL. So you can't just... Come from Power Five and think like you're gonna light it up in the MAC, you know. Um, but I don't know. I think he's gonna be fun to watch. Harrison Whaley's gonna be good, and like mm-hmm. I said, Tyrese Ritchie. So those are some dudes. Yeah. Uh, on to Toledo, they're gonna be interesting. Uh, do you want to go ahead and start it off with Toledo? It's, it's a very good coach, mm-hmm. very good defense. I mean, they were good last year. They've been. It's a good program. Uh, they're really establishing something nice up there. Yeah. And uh, they're returning 21 guys. Yeah. They're they're gonna be they're gonna be pretty good. I I have them at six and six, but mm-hmm. Vegas has them at eight. Uh, that's tough. 
I love betting the over on Luke's line, Mm -hmm. not on Vegas's. Uh, Nine, betting any of these teams other than the real top dogs to get to nine wins is a little risky. That's a lot. Yeah, Yeah, that's a lot. Um, Gun to my head, I'd take the over. Their schedule's not terrible, though. I'm looking looking at their schedule. Like they could beat Colorado State pretty easily. I think I haven't losing, but they could. they could. They could beat them pretty easily. They have to go to Ball State. That's tough. That's tough. They'll to beat Central. UMass. Central could be a lot of teams' death traps this yeah, year. Yeah, no, I agree with that. They're they're the team that's going to be like they could ruin a team season. Yep, they could ruin team season, but they can't make their own season. Like I don't see Central Michigan come out and winning. No, no. I think I think they'll be average and ruin a couple teams' years. Yeah, they'll, and then this they're going to be annoying. They're going to yes. be annoying. This Toledo OU game at OU in Athens that that'll be a really good yeah, game. That'll be a fun um, game for sure. But they return Toledo returns returns all their yep. offensive linemen, and Bryce Harris was the dude I was thinking of who was, who's been there for like six or seven years. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's their center, so he's probably the leader in there. You know, I mean, he's been there forever. He's got to be the leader. Yep. Um, but their quarterback uh, retired. Um, Eli uh, Peters retired. Mm-hmm. Um, so Carter Bradley might be their guy. Uh, that'll be interesting. See what he can do. I'm sure it'll be fine. Honestly, I'm sure yeah. it'll be fine. Uh, Bryant Kobach's coming back. He's a stud. 522 yards, four touchdowns last year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I see them being. I see them being all right. Bradley will have every chance to succeed. He'll have a good mm-hmm. coach, a mm-hmm. solid offensive line. Good running back, yeah, and that's that takes off so much pressure from mm-hmm. the quarterback too. You know, mm-hmm. you got the line, you got the run yep. game. So, and they've had a good pass offense uh, the last couple of years. So, they should be they should be decent. Anything yep. else you want to talk about when it comes to Toledo? No, no, I think uh, I think Toledo will be pretty good. Yeah, I agree with you. On to Western Michigan, the last team in the West who we'll talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Caleb Elby, we talked about him a little bit before. He's going to be good. Yeah. He's going to be good. Uh, Ladarius Jefferson running the ball, he's going to be good. Um, you know, Sky Moore, Jalen Hall, the receivers, mm-hmm. they're going to be good. Hall had seven touchdowns last year. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Ali Fayette. Go ahead, go ahead. Ali Fayad yep, off the I edge for Western Michigan. Mm-hmm. Four sacks in the COVID year last year. Six and a half in 2019. Seven and a half in 2018. Yeah. That, that's a that's... veteran. This guy's going to be around for his fourth year. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I yeah. had him down, too, as open. being somebody to watch out for. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. going to be good. Uh, they do lose um, Sean Haywood. Transferred to Arizona. Mm-hmm. And then he's just off Arizona's roster now too. I don't know what's happening with him, but that will hurt a little bit. Um but yeah, I honestly this team's going to be solid. This team's going to be solid. Vegas has met 6 wins. Um I'm at going 7 and 5. Uh I mean it's going to be close, but I don't know if LB really like you know takes control of this team and leads mm-hmm. him Mike. I yeah. think he could you know, run this team like a mini Kent State. You know, they're yeah. not going to be as good, but yeah. I mean, just led I, I, by their quarterback like yeah. that. I think he's. I think he's not as good as Chrome, but he's got the potential to really like. I hope for Ellaby to become a true household name. Mm-hmm. No, yep, yep. Uh, he's got the potential to do that. He's definitely got the potential to do that. Uh, 
Their schedule is tough. Play Michigan. They play Pitt. Play San Jose State. Um, they could be. They could put Pitt or San Jose State on upset alert. No, I agree. They I could. agree. And they get Ball State and Kent State at home. Yeah, that, that's, that's big. a big deal. That's big. Two Toledo isn't easy, you know. Mm-hmm. But then your other road games, Eastern, you Michigan. get to go to Eastern. You get to go to Northern right. Illinois. Those are nice on the road. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Um, yeah, the getting Ball State and Kent at home is nice. Uh, yeah, Western Michigan's gonna be solid. They're mm-hmm. Gonna be solid. Um, this is gonna be a fun year. This is gonna be a fun year. All right, we'll highlight some individual players here, uh, mm-hmm. starting with the best quarterback in the conference. I mean, this one seems pretty obvious. Uh, I have Dustin Crum. No, no argument here. Yeah, uh, but I mean, there's a bunch of quarterbacks in the conference who are really good. Uh, I mean, you go ahead and talk about Caleb Ellaby. I know that's your guy this year. So <laughs> Caleb Ellaby is a very, very good player. If Dustin Crum. Uh, had chosen to go to the NFL or uh, not come back to Kent State last year, I think Ellaby would command a lot of the discussion yeah. um, in this conference. He would definitely be the front runner there, yeah. Um, Preston Hutchison's going to be good as well. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I mentioned I'm interested to see how Rocky Lombardi does this year. Um, Plitt is good. I don't think he stands out as far as just like skill set, but I mean he's got the targets to really put up the numbers and yeah. to do the thing. So Drew Plitt from Ball State, he could yeah. be a guy up there. But Crum is just—he's the best quarterback in the conference. Yeah. Um, what about when it comes to running backs? Uh, you go ahead first. I think running back really. Uh, there are a lot of great backs mm-hmm. in this conference, but if we're talking about the best, it's really a two horse race. And the one I like the most is, is probably uh, Demontre Tuggle mm-hmm. uh, from OU. Mm-hmm. Um, their formula is just pound the ball and play defense, and, and he lets them do that so well. He averaged 7.6 a carry yeah, the last two seasons. Uh, that's a great number to look at because uh, last year and a year like no other, uh, total stats uh, can be very misleading. Uh, but this kid's a really, really good football player. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think Tuggle's a stud, but... I got Kevin Marks. I got mm-hmm. Kevin Marks. I think he's the obvious front runner when it comes to running back. But Tuggle is a stud. Like I, I think Marks. If you haven't really looked into these teams, Marks would be the guy that almost everyone would be like, "Oh yeah, he's gonna be yeah, the best definitely. running back." But I mean, I, I love your Tuggle. I mm-hmm. love your Tuggle pick there. Um, but Marks is a stud, and mm-hmm. I, I think he's worth saying he's the best running back in this league. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go Kevin Marks. I'm and Kevin uh, Marks. both of those teams have similar formulas. Yeah, you know, neither one it. of those guys are, are paired with one of the, the better quarterbacks in the yeah. conference. So uh, when these teams uh, have their win-loss record at the end of the year, that will greatly be reflected on how good the backs were. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. These are two teams who will really run the ball. So those guys are going to be fun to watch regardless. Those guys are going to be so fun to watch this year. Mm-hmm. Um, let's get into the wide receivers here. Um, I got two Ball State guys on my mind. I got Justin Hall and Johannes Tyler. Um, I mean, I, if I have to pick one, I think Hall's their top guy, so mm-hmm. I'll go with him. But mm-hmm. both of those guys are, are so talented. Um, they're going to be so fun to watch on a really good Ball State team. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you looking at? I think if we're talking about the best player, Hall, is almost unanimous. I mean, yeah. he, he it's been here, done that. Yeah, he's had at least six hundred yards 
for four years in a row already. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think two of the most underrated players in the conference are at this position. Uh, guy I talked about earlier, Jack Sorensen from Miami. Dude, he's so good. He's a very good player. They only played three games last year, greatly limited his tape and his numbers yeah. last season. And then Tyrese Ritchie of Northern Illinois. Mm-hmm. It's not a great situation. They're not a great team. They don't have one of the better quarterbacks. Right. Uh, but he's a very good player. He had 600 yards last year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think Harrison Whaley, the running back for Northern Illinois, would take mm-hmm. some pressure off the them too. Yeah. So Richie can you know, you know, get some receptions and and really be the guy, the target for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Hall's a stud. Hall's a stud. Uh, and you talked about Sorensen a little bit. I love Jack Sorensen. He might mm-hmm. be my favorite player in this conference. I I don't know, man. He's I like him a lot. Mm-hmm. I I want to see him do so well this year. Uh, let's talk about defensive players. Um, who do you got? Uh, I think there are two, you know, kind of clear front runners. Um, Troy Harrison enters mm-hmm. just a clear front runner for defensive player of the year in this conference. Um, I mean, it was COVID year last year. Right. Everyone's numbers are down. Right. He had five and a half sacks, forty-one tackles. He could be really good this year. And then kind of a dark horse guy, I have to mention. Uh-huh. A lot like Jack Sorensen, a lot like Tyrese Ritchie, um, is Cameron Butler. And I think I talked yeah. about him earlier, too. Mm-hmm. Um, him and Sorensen perfectly represent Miami, Ohio as a whole. Yeah. Uh, you know, they only had three games last year. This yeah. could be a really good team. Those are two really good players. You know, only, only three games, he had two and a half sacks. If he goes out and has a sack a game again, I mean, he'll get Defensive Player of the Year in the conference. Yeah, he's he's a guy who I have written down to as someone to watch out for. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I'm looking at Troy Harrison right now. That dude's got nice hair. <laughs> he's got some nice hair, bro. Yeah. And, dude, speaking of, of course he's on Central Michigan. Those dudes all have good hair. Like, all the running backs got dreads out their helmet. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what it is, man. They all got good hair. Yeah, that's someone who I kind of overlooked, Troy Harrison. I don't know how I did. Yeah. He just said his stats. I'm like, what was I doing? Not really thinking about him. But um, I have another Central Michigan guy who I think is going to be a stud is Willie Reed, uh, who mm-hmm. led the conference in interceptions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like him. Um, but Brandon Martin from Ball State led the league in tackles last year. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm really realizing that I really like Ball State, man. Like, I'm talking about them a lot. Uh-huh. I think... I was high on them before we started recording this, and now I'm like talking about them out loud. Like, dang, they're gonna be really good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I got Brandon Martin, Willie Reed. But like, like you said, we we mentioned we should split up next year as like uh, defensive lineman, linebacker, and defensive back because mm-hmm. we didn't talk about defensive guys enough. But there's some studs. Mm-hmm. There's some studs. Definitely are. Uh, who do you got? Breakout player. Breakout player. Um, I'll go offense and defense. Okay. Yeah. And there are two guys I've I've been preaching about. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think Caleb Ellaby yeah. at Western. I, I think he's gonna have a tremendous season. Yeah, he's he's a stud. I really think I think they'll have a good finish in the West. I think he'll elevate, especially because Crum will be leaving after this year. Mm-hmm. I think coming into the off season and the speculation like we're doing now next season, I yeah. think Ellaby will hold that seat that Dustin Crum holds. I agree with that. And then on defense, I think Cameron Butler's going to have an excellent season. Mm. I think he could have six, seven sacks and, and really put himself into uh, the picture of the best defensive player in the mm-hmm. conference. I like Butler, too. I, I talked about I, I don't know if I talked about him earlier, but I definitely had him written down as someone to watch out for. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but I have 
I'll talk about I'll talk about an offensive guy and a defensive guy too. Mm-hmm. Um, both from the East. I have Jay Sean Polk from Kent, receiver. Crumb's got to throw to somebody, and mm-hmm. I think he's gonna be the guy to really, you know, get the bulk of the receptions and the touchdowns. Uh, I think Polk's gonna be a stud this year. Yeah. He's someone to watch out for. Um, and then Bubba Arslanian from Kent or from Akron. <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> I like this dude, man. Yeah. He's small. He gets a bunch of tackles. He plays mm-hmm. for a bad team, mm-hmm. but he's gonna get. He's gonna get his. He's gonna get yeah. a bunch of tackles. He'll have ninety tackles, hundred yeah. tackles. <laughs> yeah, yep. and they'll win two games. If, but, uh, <laughs> but he's gonna be good. Yeah, he's gonna be good. Um, I don't know. It, it'll be fun. And Jack Sorensen, Sorensen, I wouldn't put him as a breakout player, but you seem like you already. You are pretty high on Sorensen, <laughs> so maybe everyone else is too. I was just uh-huh. thinking, like, oh, yeah. maybe this dude. But I think Sorensen's going to be really good. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be really good. Um, honestly, you can put Brett Gabbert in the breakout player too. Uh, I, I think he could be he could be a guy that like mm-hmm. is kind of slept on right now too. Um, yeah, the that Miami Ohio team is going to be fun. Mm-hmm. That's going to be definitely a fun team. definitely. Uh, all right. Anything else you want to talk about before we head out? Yeah, if uh, if somebody's watching this uh-huh. because they know me or you, uh-huh. maybe friends of ours. Yeah, yeah. You know the Mac is slept on. They will play Tuesday nights, Wednesday nights, Thursday nights. They will. They're playing the one o'clock or noon slots on yeah, Saturdays. Yeah. There is more college football out there than Ohio State. No, oh my God, yes. This and dude, they play during the week. Like, how fun is that? Just you're gonna turn on a game there during is the week. And nothing watch better it. to do on a Wednesday night at nine o'clock. Yeah. Drink. Than to watch one of these games. These games. Drink a beer, watch the they're game. They're high scoring. The talent is good. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. action. And when there's a play or something like that, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times it's almost used sarcastically. Right. Something no, to go viral. Right. This is a competitive league filled with good talent, good coaches. I, I think am, it'll be really fun this year. I'm so glad that you said that, dude. I'm so glad that you said that. And I, that's why I think it's going to be fun, man. It's, it's mm-hmm. during the week, but there's mm-hmm. nothing else to do. Yep. Sit down and watch the game. Sit down and watch the game. And if you do know us, if you don't know us, if you go to these games and you like to tailgate these games or just go to the games, let us know. You know, hit us up on social media. Mm-hmm. We'll, I haven't made social media yet for this. This is our first episode. It's the first time doing this. So uh, we'll make all that. Um, I'll, I'll plug the name on here somewhere. Find us. Reach out to us. We'll be happy to talk to you. If you want to tailgate a game, if you want to just say hi at a game, if you say, like, oh, I go to all these, like, Eastern Michigan games or something, you know, I'll try to go to an Eastern Michigan game. I don't care, Mm -hmm. man. I'll try to make it work. Um, I'm just trying to, you know, and I think you're on the same boat here. Just get the maximum publicity. Oh, absolutely. And, And you know, the great thing about where we are, oh, you know, we live in Ohio. And Mm -hmm. one way or another, every team in the Mac is going to play in Ohio. Yep, yep. At some point. Um, if it's not Ken, it'll be Akron. If it's not that, it'll be Toledo or BG or Athens or, Athens. or Miami. Yeah, or Miami. Or yeah. Like so like, yeah, reach out to us if you're interested in anything, mm-hmm. or if you just want to say that we suck and we don't know what we're talking about. Do that. I'd love that. I mean, we can have some banter, man. Like, mm-hmm. uh, and we're gonna try to keep up with this all year. We're gonna do like, um, we're gonna do previews of games, uh, recaps of like the week. Um, We'll be through it all year, so uh, we're gonna be doing bets. Yeah, we'll be talking if about. If you like some free betting. money, yeah. If you like free money, listen to Steve. That's 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 what you need to know about that. Um, 
so yeah, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, Timestamps, if you want to go back and listen to any of this, mm-hmm. uh, or if you listen at the end of the year to see how how bad we did, you know, you're welcome to do that. But all right, this is the Mac Report. Enjoy the season. It'll be a fun one. Let's go Mac football. <laughs>